Cousin Jared, we just uh, – how has baseball been treating you lately? I mean, I feel like it's been good. I have enjoyed my time on the show, and that last week has been very profitable for our, our pocketbooks. I don't know if you yeah, we- can pocketbook around anymore. I don't think so. I don't think it's a thing anymore. Um, <clears throat> we did miss the pitcher prop last week, and you basically called how it was going to go if it were to fail. I have to make a confession to you and to the viewer, and I haven't even told the Discord this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have strikeouts available to me, so I instead played under 19 and a half outs, and mm. that hit, and it felt a little dirty. I, did, uh, I can see how that would make you feel dirty. A little dirty, yeah. Um, we also missed a total in course. The weather changed overnight, and thus we have implemented a new rule. No totals unless the game is in the state of California or in a dome, because yeah. uh, I, I woke up the next morning, I adjusted the total, and I told people in the Discord, like, uh, and I actually texted you, Jared. I said the over six in the first five would be a pretty strong play. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. so we have a new rule about totals around here after that because it's happened one too many times doing this yep. night before. So we're going to hold it back on totals unless it's, again, dome, who cares? In, you know, in California, our, other than the hurricane, you know. In, in, yeah, and in our defense, I mean, really, even with the the weather at course, who could have seen that coming from the Rockies with how they have yeah. been playing offensively? Like, that was one of those yeah. anchorman moments where it's like, I'm not even angry. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Those two teams, of course, are quite sad. Uh, I'm, I am wearing my Astros garb, even though they got owned by the Mariners this weekend. I was going to wear the Mariners it's, stuff, but I have a feeling I'll be wearing it later this week because the way they're playing. Yeah. Uh, Julio Rodriguez finally cooled down. Uh, he had just an incredible streak, unlike anything I could ever remember. Seventeen uh, the Astros in, were able to get him out. 17 hits in four games? 17 hits in four games. Yeah. yeah I, wow. I just... That's, just incredible uh, yeah. what he was able to accomplish. So uh, Mariners playing really well. The AOS is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, for other fans, it'll be more stressful for us. Um, not going to talk about a, the Astros. We'll talk about the Rangers, though, later on. But first, let's get to 7.20 p.m. Eastern. Mets at the Braves. Uh, poor Mets. Uh, offense still projected to be decent, but of course, nowhere near as good as the Braves. Got a pretty big starting pitcher mismatch here. A guy you might not have heard of, Alan Winans. Uh, two starts, 159 ERA in the FIP, right in that same ballpark. XFIP a little higher, but he projects the pitch pretty well. I'm pretty high on this kid. I think they've been stashing him in AAA, and uh, he gets an 86 grade. I, I, like I said, the model's really high on him. I, I I added him to our, our dynasty baseball league that I play in with Jake and uh, shockingly he was available um, given that he is a, um, you know, Braves fan, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's uh, going to be a pretty, pretty good day for him. Uh, David Peterson, 545 ERA underlying metrics do suggest it should be better. If you like FIP or XFIP more, that kind of determines how you feel about how good you think he is. Model thinks he's just on the slightly wrong side of average. If you just look at the ERA, you'd say he's terrible. If you looked at XFIP, you'd say he might be a little bit better than average. So the model's kind of split the difference there and just saying, eh, you know, going to have a hard time getting the Braves out because most pitchers do. Obviously, there are ups and downs in baseball, uh, just like with any sport. But in general, this Braves offense is incredible. Uh, model gives them a 70% chance, 71% chance to win. Uh close enough, uh, 70, 71, whatever. Uh, it says that the A grade price would be basically anything that starts with a one. The current price is minus 198. So we have an A grade play. 
there on the money line. The run line price needed for an A grade is minus 110, and the current price is plus 102. So again, remember, if you haven't already signed up on Dub Club, this is the information. You get way more than this that you get over on Dub Club and the cheat sheet that I send out every day where uh, you know it'll tell you what the A-grade price is needed for run lines and first fives and everything. Uh, just ekes into an A-grade by about uh, 5 to 10 cents, depending on if it's run line or money line. Y'all know me. I'm going to split the difference take the minus one. That's an A-grade. The implied odds are minus 148. Cousin Jared, uh, is this a game that you like? If you had to be more aggressive, if, if you didn't split the difference, and you should always split the difference because that's what you should always do in life. Uh, uh, Mrs. Professor, right? If you give her three choices, one, two, and three, and she's always going to choose two. Um, you know, but if you didn't split the difference, would you rather take the run line or would you rather take the money line? Well, it's good to know that Miss Professor will always choose two because Miss Cousin Jared, if you gave her one, two, or three, she would choose four. So that's good to know. That, that makes sense, actually, knowing her. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so this is an instant, uh, one of the rare instances where if you wanted to play this another way, I would be fine laying the run and a half in mm-hmm. the game because you've got an offense like the Braves that's one of the absolute best in, in baseball. And so this is a situation where if you said, hey, you want to take those, you know, plus 110 odds or something, laying the run in half with the Braves, I would say go ahead and do it. Personally, that's probably how I would play it just because these really good offenses have been good to us lately, um, winning by two runs or more uh, fairly frequently, at least here in the past couple of weeks. But I have a hard time getting past that that last bit of information that we had up there where we showed just the Obviously, the Braves' offense being much better, but the starting pitching mismatch and the mismatch with the bullpens. This is just one of those games where any way you slice it, and of course, this is, you know, don't let Jake hear this, but basically, anytime that you play the Braves, this is how it's going to end up. They are just going to be have a huge advantage everywhere against almost every team, Uh, but substantially in this one, they're so much better. So uh, personally, I would lay the the run and half of the big plus odds, Uh, but yeah, lay a run, play it on the money line too. I mean, any way you slice it, this is just an excellent play. I took the Mets a lot this weekend and one more than we lost. We didn't get them on Sunday, but we came away profitable backing the Mets. Uh, not going to back them here against the Braves. And again, as we talked about last week, if you missed that show, just a reminder, right? This is a math show. Um, <laughs> we're not we're not here to say the Braves are better than the Mets. You know the Braves are better than the Mets. The question is always about the price. We're going to play some favorites. We're going to play some dogs. We always talk about that. Question is always, what are the good prices? And we're seeing this one. This is a pretty good price to play the Braves. Yeah. Can't be afraid to play bigger favorites. Um, you got to figure out how to scale your wagers, uh, which again is why the scaling I use, you know, is what it is. You got to figure out if you like the, the run line, the split. I like the split personally. We did the split here with the play of the day on Sunday. Cubs were up three runs in the ninth inning, give up two meaningless runs, still one by one. Have we gone aggressive with the run line? We lost. We've gone more conservative with money than we would want, you know? So that's the 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 pros and cons of, of cutting the middle here. But I like this Braves minus one. It's a pretty strong pick. And again, I think we're getting a big edge here because I just think people don't realize that Winans is a, a solid pitcher. He's not as good as Strider or Freed, you know, that sort of thing. But yep. he's a pretty good pitcher in this Mets team. Not a bad team to back against the Cardinals. Different story against the Braves, unless you were getting really big odds. And we're just not. We're not getting those prices. You know, if you gave me plus... 300 on the Mets, I'd say, sure. Like baseball's a weird sport and weird things happen, but yeah, uh, you know, not, not at the price. Of, and, and I, and I would say, even if he was just an average pitcher, you've still got an advantage as starting pitcher. You've still got a huge advantage on offense and you still got a huge advantage with the bullpen. So e- even if sideline doesn't have all of the information yet, just because small sample size and everything. Yep. I think it's still a good play. 
projected total 10.4. Kissinger, that's another thing you have mentioned before that you don't mind being a little more aggressive with the yeah. run line in a higher total. The books have it at 10, so I think it's priced fairly well. I'm not touching the total uh, yeah. on this one as there should be a lot of runs. We're talking about a park that can play pretty hitter friendly in the right conditions, and you have those conditions here on Monday night. 90 degrees at first pitch, mid-80s by the end of it. Slight breeze blowing out. It looks like for now uh, under five miles an hour, but the heat is going to boost the expected number of runs. Uh, but as we talked about, you never know what the weather. So again, yeah. that's what gets part of the update in dub club in the morning is what's the weather looking like? Because this projected total, if it, you know, the, the temperature, we have a pretty good idea. The wind is what gets a little bit iffy. If that wind picks up, this projected total could skyrocket because it's going to be hot. If the wind's blowing out, that yeah. could really change things. So for now, uh, still expecting a lot of runs either way. And of course you kind of have to expect a lot of runs anytime the Braves uh, offense as well, and the Mets bullpen as well. This is yeah. one of those where Peterson's not a guy to go seven innings. And if he's not going deep, uh, you have to be licking your chops. If you're you know thinking about the Braves offense against the Mets relievers. Yep. And this is one of those where I think the full game play is probably going to be better than the first five. There could still could be a lot of value in the first five, but definitely full game. You want all the innings for the Braves to score all those runs. And like you said, when he gets to the bullpens, even bigger mismatch for the Braves. Yep. As you said, we might add on a little bit with the first five. Uh, we yep. might not. We'll see about that first five price in the morning. We'll update the dub clubbers uh, with that. But if nothing else, this full game edge is definitely worth a look. Moving on to 9.40 p.m. Eastern, Rangers at the Diamondbacks. Both these teams struggling a little bit of lately. The Rangers, of course, struggling uh, with a couple of good pitchers from the Brewers. The Diamondbacks' struggles have seemingly gone on for about two months now after yep. a really good start. The Rangers' offense, despite the struggles, uh, this last weekend, still a very good offense. And we'll be facing a starting pitcher not quite as good as what the Brewers are throwing at them. Both these sets of relievers are pretty solid, very average, nothing to write home about. It's the starting pitcher discrepancy here that makes this game along with the offensive discrepancy. Jordan Montgomery, a guy I've been touting uh, for quite a while now, is underrated. 330 ERA on the season. Advanced metrics they should be a little higher, uh, but still a pretty good pitcher, as you can see on the screen, with an 81 grade. Slade Sacconi. One of the Diamondbacks' prospects done well in his 10 innings. I think he's a little bit different than Winans, though, in that the mm -hmm. underlying metrics do suggest he's been pretty lucky in those innings. I don't think he's quite ready yet to be a good major league pitcher. I think he's on the other side of average. Uh, so a pretty big mismatch here, again, offensively and um, with regards to starting pitcher. And on top of that, the Rangers... The left-handed heavy get a little bit of a boost facing a righty, and the Diamondbacks a little bit left-handed heavy get a little bit of a ding facing a lefty. So the difference between these offenses is more than what's shown on screen for the first five, six-ish innings. We're going to be on the Rangers here at minus 151. Only a C grade. The value isn't there. So we always talk about this is a math show, right? The Rangers mm -hmm. are the better team. Should you be playing the Rangers? We think yes. We just don't think it's as advantageous to play at the current price as some of the other options on the board. It's a C grade uh, here. A grade price would be minus 134. B grade price would be minus 146. So we are a nickel away from the B grade price model. So it should be minus 155. So worth your investment, just not the strongest play laying the lumber with the Rangers who should win. Uh, but we just don't want to play too big odds because weird things do sometimes happen in baseball. Cousin Jared, tell us more. As an Astros fan, I was not happy mm -hmm. when the Rangers got Montgomery. 
that that's kind of yeah. what I'll say. Like when they got Scherzer, it was like, oh, okay, well, that's obviously not not the best, but it's like, hey, we got Verlander, we can kind of counteract that. But when they got Montgomery too, that's kind of like I agree with you, one of those guys that's underrated and you did not like yeah. seeing him go into the team that was leading the yeah. division. Um, both of these teams had some issues as of late, but the thing is, you know, we don't want to get too caught up in what's happened very recently. Let's zoom out a little bit. And when you zoom out a little bit, the Diamondbacks have been having a lot more trouble for a lot longer period of time time than what the Rangers have have been and so this is one of those things where I just don't know if the Diamondbacks are going to turn around uh the rest of the season because we just hadn't seen anything since the all-star break that would make us think they're capable of getting back to how they were playing uh the first half of the season so I like the Rangers here I know it's just a very small edge but this is one of those things where I think the Rangers are a really good team and I feel like the Diamondbacks are just kind of like having some regression I think they probably really overperformed the first part of the yeah, season yeah. and you're just kind of seeing them kind of go back to probably who we probably thought they were going to be the at the beginning of the season, which is just an average team. Which I think kind of reminds me a little bit of the 2015, 2016 Astros, right? Mm -hmm. A little yeah. bit, you know, got a lot of young guys, just not quite yeah. there yet. And that's kind of what this Diamondbacks team is with a bunch of their young prospects. The, the issue with them, of course, different from that, those Astros teams is having Gallon and Kelly at the top of the rotation is yeah. you hope yeah. to be but they just don't have it yet, right? They're just not there. They need more of these. They got these young guys. Fox looked really good mm -hmm. uh, as of like the last four or five starts, but they just need more of these young guys to keep coming up and these reinforcements, and they're just not quite there yet. They started off really hot, kind of like some of those Astros teams back in the day, did, but it just yeah. seems like they're not quite there yet. Um you know, just a very average team. Uh, I think they got both those games on Saturday against the Padres. Uh, I'm not really making too much of that because it's yeah. the Padres. And that's, you know, we've been kind of fading the Padres a lot here as of yeah. late. Um, that will take us to our pitcher prop of the day. You have the slides out over here. We go. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, over 17 and a half outs. Cousin Jared, how many outs did Jordan Montgomery get in his last start? 18. How about the one before that? 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 I don't know. I've lost count now. Uh, is this math or statistics? Neither. This is uh, boring television. Oh. <laughs> um, six straight starts of 18 outs. Three of those with the Rangers. Because that kind of does matter how the manager plays it. Um you see a lot of weird numbers there. And by weird, I mean not divisible by three numbers back with the Cardinals. They were a little bit yeah. more aggressive with middle inning pitching changes. That's not quite uh, the style of, of, of Bruce Bochy, an old school yeah. manager who likes to let his pitchers finish innings. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of juice on this one, but I, I mean, I really think this is a six or maybe even a seven inning outing for Montgomery. Uh, I think he finishes up the six. Obviously, he could get hit around, but it feels more like five, six, or seven where six is the most likely. And then I think seven is probably even slightly more likely than, than five. So you, you have a situation where there's way more ways to win this one uh, than lose it. And as I mentioned, the Dunbacks being a little bit left-handed heavy bodes well, allows them to potentially pitch longer because that third time through, he'll still have some favorable matchups. Uh, mm -hmm. They'll be looking to go to a righty uh, from the pen rather than the lefty. And so they might let him stay in a little bit longer if needed. And again, you got a manager who wants him to finish inning. So really this should be set at 18 and a half. In my opinion, at that point, I don't know what to do with it, but I'll yeah. lay a little bit of juice here to go over 17 and a half. Yeah, I mean, 11 of the last 12 games getting at least 18 outs. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it, which I think goes back to your point, which was yeah. uh, my thoughts exactly. When I heard this news, I and they're yeah. rated pretty similarly, him and Scherzer. Uh, but Scherzer's a guy who he can look really good. He can look old. 
you know, and, and Verlander's of course the same way. Yep. Uh, Montgomery's the guy I'm like, man, really under the radar, radar pickup here. Who's going to give you innings and, and, you know, six innings pretty consistently here, as you can see on screen and get a lot of outs and, you know, not give up a ton of runs. And that's just not what you want from your rival, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, look at us saying good things about the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to look at all of the metrics that Outlier.bet has, Outlier.bet slash professor, it's a free seven day trial. Uh, links in the show description as well. I've got a bunch of plus expected value plays. You can sort by what type of bet you want by the game, uh, different sports, and then you just click on a bunch of things. It'll make a betting card for you at one of the f- big four domestic sports books. So a lot of goodies over there. Check them out, outlier.bet slash professor, or that link's in the show description for your free seven-day trial. And we will go to Royals at the A's. Cousin Jared, back the A's, we'll fade the A's. Of course, kind of just back the A's if it's Paul Blackburn pitching. Lo and behold, it is Paul Blackburn here. Uh, 96 grade, pretty solid pitcher, especially compared for what the A's have. Uh, But it's the other guy that I want to talk about, Alec Marsh, 560 ADRA, and the advanced metrics suggest it might actually should be a little bit higher than that. Both sets of relievers are absolutely terrible, but this Royals offense – I'm um, not a big fan of the Saints offense. We talked about it all season. Saints offense isn't that bad. It's, it's no. not the worst thing in the world. It's obviously not great, but the, the biggest issue the A's have had all season has been pitching, specifically relief pitching and starting pitching. They've gotten some of that starting pitching yeah. solved. I was going to say that their hitting is not the worst thing in the world, but their bullpen is literally the worst in, in, in MLB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cannot believe this, but the A's, according to the model, have a 63% chance to win a baseball game. That's what happens when you're playing home <laughs> against the Royals. Uh, the yeah. Royals, again, just as bad as the A's are. Um, maybe the bullpen's not quite as bad for Kansas City, but the offense is a little bit worse. And again, you got the best pitcher for the A's against, you know, not a good one for the Royals. Uh, model says anything better than minus 145 is an A-grade play. We have an A-grade play on the favorite, <sighs> the Man. favorite Oakland Athletics at minus 130. I cannot believe it, but it makes sense given how bad the Royals are and given, um, you know, the fact that Blackbird has been just a solid guy. Yep. Uh the A's have a couple of okay arms in the bullpen still. The biggest thing is getting to them. It's the back end of the bullpen that can give up five runs in the 10th inning uh, to the Orioles uh, as they did on Saturday night. Uh, Cousin Jared, uh, we love us talk about the A's, so uh, have at it. Yeah, we we do. And what I, I, I don't need to say anything more about the full game. I feel like you just laid it out really well. When the first five line for this comes out, this is a run-don't-walk situation because uh, we want to be all over – the A's first five, in my in my opinion, I, I guess I guess you they could come out with some but, crazy first five. Price matters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised. Price matters, obviously, but when there's um, this, if it's already an A grade for full game, if you get it right at open, the first five probably going to be at least close to an A grade probably. as well, or at least a strong B grade. And just with Blackburn going and you know just Marsh not being good this season, it's definitely something I want to be invested in. This is something that I would probably say if it's B grade. I'm down for it. If yeah. it's like a C plus grade, I'm down for it. Uh, anyway, I, long story short, love A's first five at a reasonable price tomorrow. At a reasonable price. And again, that's all of the sort of stuff that you get on Dub Club. Under a dollar per day, that sign-up link, again, is in the show description. Uh, already given out the information to the people what the A grade and B grade price would be for the A's first five money line and run line that's already out there. Already published it. I'll update it in the morning mm-hmm. along with, if I think it's worth a play. So all the information you need over there on 
Dub Club. Interestingly enough, total in this game. Model sets at 8.5. Sportsbooks say 8.5. Survey says, yes, spot on. Um, yeah. I, I feel like there's really nothing to talk about on this total. The offenses, especially the Royals, you know, not very good. You've got a pitcher-friendly ballpark. Uh, but with those bullpens, I just feel like Saturday night is a perfect example of why it's really hard to go full game under. Um, yeah. Maybe if you maybe if you wanted to, you play a first five under uh, if you felt like playing a total. But I mean, full game under yeah. is really tough to do. But full game over is tough to do, too, with Blackburn yeah. and these offenses. Yeah, uh, it feels yeah. like a, like a total to just I mean, who knows? Yeah, good, goodness. Personally, I, I, I would not play the full game under in this one once these bullpens get involved. Oof, uh, it's not something I want to be a part of. If I were looking for a total first five is where I'd be looking there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, that is our show. Cousin Jared, uh, any thoughts for People's Monday baseball betting action? I love baseball, but college football has arrived. I, I I wonder, uh, cousin Jared, how, how to, it's a good topic here. If people are still with mm-hmm. us, uh, if people are interested in, in your opinion, how, how do you handle your bankroll when you have these cross seasons? Do, do you change anything up? Uh, do you, do you scale back on, on baseball because you're focused less on it or, you know, how, mm-hmm. how to, because how, everyone now at this point is going to have to think of, some people just stop betting on baseball at this point, which I think is a shame. There's yeah. still a lot of money to be made in it, but mm-hmm. how do you handle, handle the, the adding on of culture ball then soon enough NFL after that? I am prop. I mean, just, okay. I'm, I'm watching less baseball. And so I feel like I have um, less, kind of opinions that I can glean just from watching games than I do normally. Um, As far as the bankroll question goes, maybe in the past I have monitored that more closely, but now I don't, I don't want to say we're in the situation where the sidelines winning all the time in baseball, but sideline has been this season, especially has been much more consistent Mm -hmm. Consistent than what it's been in the past. You know, we don't have six weeks. Last year was yeah. Last couple of years have been a little bit more of a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. And and so this year is kind of one of those things. I just kind of keep doing what I'm doing, looking at what the model says, making my plays based on that, maybe tweaking a few things based on how I feel, what I see, like with the Rangers, for example, um, on this slate. And so really it's it's very similar for me. I'm just watching less baseball. Definitely like more of my analysis, thought, and viewing habits are way skewed towards college football. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I watch a lot of baseball, and and our lives are a little bit crazy. As you can see, my backgrounds have changed a lot over the last several months. We have a house being built, and uh, so we'll be up there officially in probably about four more months. But you know, until then, as, as our lives are a little bit crazy, but I still watch a lot of baseball, and I still when I watch baseball, I have three or four games up at a time. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting to the point where Saturdays and, and a little bit of Friday nights and, and Thursday nights are going to be some baseball and there'll be times Saturday. Yeah. No, this will be the last Saturday I watch any baseball, I think until playoffs. Other than that, it's going to, yeah. whatever will happen will happen. And otherwise I watch a lot of it. Cause I want to be able to, I want to, be able to see what's going on and talk about it, uh, be informed and, and know what's happening, uh, you know, as, as, as this role, but Saturday's going to be a different story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the NFL gets, gets going to be, even crazier, but again, as a reminder, we will have NFL shows. Jake will be hosting, uh, co-hosting those with me, uh, starting up in a couple of weeks. We had our fantasy football draft. Uh, Mrs. Professor and I got roped into doing that uh, with you, cousin Jared. Uh, that yep. was a thing that happened, and uh, I drafted. I drafted my probably my second wide receiver that I drafted, like the fourth round. I literally had never even heard of the guy, uh, so. That shows you how little I've paid attention to the NFL. Show, so watch the NFL show is what you're saying. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And if you were, if you're still with us, here's what my plan is. I'm going to watch the condensed version of every 
every NFL game this season. That is my goal mm-hmm. is to watch every single snap of NFL action. So I will be informed by the wow. end of the season. But starting off, I don't – starting off, it's going to be and, – and it always is with me. It's the model, the mo- process of building the model. I've been working on that. You know, that is a, uh, a science and, uh, you know, we'll be watching it so I can talk about it. But early on, it is going to be a little bit of who are these guys? I'll remember th- or I'll remember them from college, right? But yeah, I won't necessarily yeah. know about them as much. I haven't paid quite as much attention to the NFL with my eyeballs. Uh, so we'll, we'll let the data do the talking, yeah. uh, which is what we do here with baseball as well. As much as I know baseball, you know, the model does does the heavy lifting for us, which is yep. what's great. Uh, yep. Remember, if you want to get all the model picks, all the fun on Discord, all sorts of goodies over there, check that out on Dub Club. If you're looking for the play of the day, that link also in the show description if you just want the one best play each day. But otherwise, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Picks with Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can show all the sports betting content for this channel. It's dropped right into your feed. We'll be back again all week with more baseball betting content. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please... Don't bet you're eating money.